Okay, so Bezras Hashem, tonight we're going to be continuing with our series entering into the Sea of Wisdom based on the Torah of the Goin and the Tzaddik of Yitzchak Meyer Morgenstern Shlita. And what we're skipping, we didn't do anything last week, which was the Gilion from Shavuos, which was primarily Nishmas and Chadasin, but just, again, every Gilion would take years to unpack properly one Nakuda from each Gilion would be enough to transform an individual's life if integrated properly. But they keep putting out more, so we have to keep learning more. In this week's Gilion, there was a, a very lengthy Yuma de Hilula, kind of the, the Yartzeit Shirim on David Malka Mashiach, on David Amelech, the Balshemtov, the Ger Tzedek from Vilna. The Imre Emes and the Rebbe's father, Rav Yaakov, whose yard site it was on Erev Shabbos. And what we're going to be looking at is a small Nakuda, not a small Nakuda, an essential Nakuda from the heart of Yuma de Hilula and talking about the Balshem Tafakadosh on Daf Memhei Oisiyad Tes. Now, this is something that, in order to properly understand beyond simply the kind of external aspects of it, I'm going to make recourse a little bit to things that the Rebbe has written previously about the Derech Halimud of certain Talmidim and the Derech of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, because this is a somewhat unique or singular idea, which I don't believe is printed elsewhere. But in order to properly understand, in my humble opinion for myself, to understand how this should be applied to an individual's experience, we'll have to make recourse to, to further ideas. The Rebbe is going to be talking about the unification of the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov and the Torah of the Vilnagon. Now, elsewhere, already in this Gilion, there was somebody who came to him. There was the Talmud who came to the Rebbe or came to visit the Rebbe and said that what he came to realize is that when he's studying the word, in order to understand the words of the Baal Shem Tov, he understood that he had to also learn the writings of the Vilnagon. And the Rebbe said that he also, when he went to visit the Kever of the Baal Shem Tov in Mezhibush, one of the Hirhurim that he had was that in order to properly understand the writings of the Baal Shem Tov, a person has to descend deeper into the writings of the Vilna Gon. Now, it's absolutely clear and axiomatic that when it comes to understanding the historic machloikas between the Baal Shem Tov and the Vilna Gon, or really the Balatanya and the Vilna Gon, that in spite of the fact that historically it was an actual thing and an authentic reality, nevertheless, from a spiritual perspective, they were not arguing about what most people assume they were arguing about, which is not so difficult to prove because it's not textually explicit anywhere. This concept of Tzimtzum Kipshuto, Tzimtzum Lav Kipshuto, yes, there's precedent to it. The Balatanya primarily addresses it in certain writings, and the Vilna Gon perhaps expresses it in his parish in Yeshaya, but in the end of the day, it was much more about the fear of what the Hasidic movement was to become. And what the Rebbe points out is that Mashiach ben Yosef, the Avoid of Mashiach ben Yosef, the, the Redeemer that comes from that place of severity, which is explicitly associated with the Gra and his mission, the Talmidim of the Vilna Gon and the Sefer Kol Hatur, as well as the writings of Rav Menachem and Lushklov in his more hidden writings, and Rav Yitzchak Isaac Haver, and Rav Yitzchak Kahana, 
or of Yitzchak Kellner, there was a direct identification with the Vilna Gon and the mission of Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef is the, the first stage of redemption, which rectifies the brokenness of this world in this world, which prepares the seat for Mashiach ben David, who comes to fix this world through otherworldly means, through a hashra'ah of the or of Mashiach Tzedkenu. And because the job of Mashiach ben Yosef is to engage in this world, so its goal is to uncover redemption from this in this world. And it was really the Vilna Gon who was was one of the first proto proto expressions of a chibas tzion, of a real desire against all odds to make it to Eretz Yisrael, and the Vilna Gon famously wrote in his Igaris HaMusser as he was leaving home, telling his children and his spouse that ultimately every moment that a person is silent and when they want to say something, they taste of the Or Haganus. But the Vilna Gon's entire mission was a, a mission of Mashiach ben Yosef, to settle the land of Eretz Yisrael, to clarify the Shevachachmos, whether it was science and medicine and mathematics and geometry and all sorts of different kind of worldly experiences. But there also comes with that severity. The job of Mashiach ben Yosef is to be out there fighting in the fright lines to ensure that that which is holy remains holy and that which is unholy remains away from holiness. And after the, the tragedy or the necessary tragedy or the necessary detour of Kasa Arura of Shabtai Tzvi and his Chevra, so there was a tremendous fear that the teachings of the Ariza were going to be misused or misappropriated to lead the Jewish people astray. And so when the Vilna Gon saw the Or of Hasidus, according to the Rebbe, he felt that there was something here that he needed to fight against. He felt that this is what his job was in order to protect. And in truth, there are certain elements within the Hasidic movement that the Baal Shem Tov, uh, that the Vilna Gon's did force into kind of a tighter awareness. But in truth, it became abundantly clear that what the Vilna Gon was meant to fight against was not Hasidus at that point, but it was the Haskalah, which emerged at a very at a very similar historic point a little bit after. And once that became clear, we see unification three generations later between the Tzemach Tzedek, who was the third tradition in Hasidus Chabad, and Rav Itzelah, Velazhener, who was the son of Rav Chaim Velazhener, that they gathered together and they joined forces in order to fight against the Haskalah. So ultimately it's clear, and even on theological notions with regards to God's presence and Simpson and all of those questions, what the Rebbe likes to quote very often is what Rav Gedalia Kenig wrote. Rav Gedalia Kenig was one of the Ziknei Breslov, one of the Gedolei Am, a mind that is somewhat incomprehensible encyclopedic in its grasp, wrote encyclopedias on the Ariza, on the Ramak, on, on Gilgulim, on Rabbi Nosen, on Rabbi Nachman. He was famously close with the Chazonish. He was close with a lot of Chavra from a Lithuanian perspective as well. So in the Nefesh Achayim, and this is a bit of a tangent to get to the point that we want to get to, in the Nefesh Achayim, there's something in Shar Gim I believe, or Sharbez, where it discusses the Isser of Avedazara in Machavein's one's thoughts to the Ruach HaKodesh that is Shaira in an individual. And the Nefshachayim seems there to be coming out very strongly against the relationship that Hasidus describes with regards to a Chassid and a Tzaddik. And what Rav Gedalia Kenneth comes out to show in a small sefer called Chaye Nefesh is how, in fact, the Nefesh Chaim and the Baal Shem Tov and the Balatanya and all of the Tzadikim agree 
100% with regards to the perimeters of belief and what is allowed and what is not allowed, and that it's not a problem, and Rav Gedalia Kenig makes usage of the Leshem Shweva Chaloyma and that's Sefer as well, but in the Hagadama, what he writes is as follows, Kabalti me base avi, me base avi avi, that I received from the house and the tradition of my father and the father of my father, that when it comes to Ikari Hadas, when it comes to the foundational essential elements of what it means to be a believing Jew in this world, there's no machlokas amongst the Gedolei Yisrael. There's no machlokis against the gedolei hadoros, rather, I should say, not gedolei Israel. I don't know what that phrase means, but between the tzaddikim, amongst the tzaddikim, there's no real machlokas with ikare hadas. And that has to be the first postulate before entering into any type of discussion over machlokas between the Baal Shem Tov and the Vilnagon. What the Rebbe is going to point out here is a unique way, a profound way, of seeing the interaction between the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov and the Torah of the Vilna Gaon in really an almost subversive unification type of way. And the Rebbe is going to say as follows, and this is an Oisiyot test, Kiyom Yafutsumai Nosecha Achutza B'derach Halimur HaAmok B'Niglas the Kiyom of the outgrowth of Hasidus, like the wellsprings bursting th- forth, like Mashiach Tzirkein, who promised to the Baal Shem Tov in the Heichal HaMashiach. And the Rebbe is pointing out that this hafatza, the outgrowth of Pinimiyas HaTorah, the outgrowth of Teresa Hasidus, is not only in the proliferation of people interested in Hasidus, but it's also expressed in the new development of Derech Halimud in Lithuanian yeshivos, that the way that the Litvaks were learning Torah and the Svara in Oilam HaYeshivos the movement from Oyna Kapshat into Lamdis is in fact an attachment to the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov, as we're going to see. Amar Davar Chiddush, the Rebbe said something new. That it's known that the Vilnagon's Derech Halimud was the Derech of Bihirus, of clarity. That the Vilnagon wanted to move away from complication clearing away the sheaths of complication that have covered over the kernel of simplicity and and shaving it away over and over and over until you come to the irreducible kernel of simple pshat, meaning what the Vilna Gon would do, as we see it, the Rebbe is going to point out in his Birim and Halacha, in the Bir of the Shulchan Aruch, is that instead of taking the word of the Shulchan Aruch as the final word, what the Vilna Gon wanted to do was abstract and shave away the external casing of that halacha and uncover it in Chazal and to find it in a more primary source in Chazal itself. And not only that, but then to find the statements of Chazal in Torah that the derech of the Gro was the behirus to get to that irreducible kernel of truth, to, to reduce it back to the simplest point of what exactly do I need to know at this present moment for the sake of engagement with this world and this experience? It's interesting, parenthetically, that in Rav Yonas and David's Haskama to Rav Shlomo Wolbe's Sefer, that Rav Shlomo Wolbe was a Talmud towards the end of his life of Rav Hutner. Rav Shlomo Wolbe's always demanded that he have a Rebbe. And so after Rav Hutner passed away, he went to Rav Hutner's son-in-law, Rav Yonas and David, and made sure that he would be his Rebbe, even though he was much younger than him. So there's a beautiful Haskama to a Sefer that Rav Wolbe wrote called Mitzvos Hashkulios. It's the, the, the grand, you know, generalized Mitzvos, where it goes through the seven Mitzvos that Chazal say are equivalent to 
the entirety of all of the mitzvahs, like tzitzis and Shabbos and brismila and Amuna, that someone who accomplishes this mitzvah, it's as if they accomplished all 613 mitzvahs, and it's a beautiful sefer, and Rav Yonas and David wrote a haskama to it. And what Rav Yonas and David writes is that it is the derech of the Vilna Gon to try and move from the pratim to the klal, to move from the confusion and the proliferation of details and to get back to the core or the kernel of the essential nakuda of truth. And this is exactly what Revolba was doing is taking all of the mitzvahs and reducing them into one mitzvah. So this mahalach of the Vilna Gon, which is the bihirus v'asikum shalasukeh We see this as the gra in his parish on shulchan to trace back from the words of the halacha back to the source in the Gemara and even further back if possible. And in parentheses, So what the Rebbe is doing here is he's aligning what happened in reality in terms of the Derech of the Gra versus the Balshemtov in terms of their spirit spiritual reach. The Gra wrote a parish on Hechalas HaZohar, and the Hechalas of Parshas Pekude and Parshas Bereshis. And what the Vilna Gon describes with Eresh is that he was only capable of learning or writing or explaining up to Hechal HaRatzon, which is the second to last Hechal. And part of the reason he wanted to get to Eretz Yisrael was so that he could be mevire things, I'll pee the Hechal of Kodesh HaKadashim, the higher level. And so what the Rebbe is pointing out is the fact that the Vilna Gon wanted to descend down into the essential Nakuda of Aliba de Hilchasa is connected with the spiritual reach that the Vilnagon had. But there's something new, a novel idea for us to look at. And so what the Rebbe is pointing out is as follows. He says that in truth, we don't see the Oilam HaYeshivos, or the Lithuanian Yeshivos, following the Derech that the Vilna Gon seed to engage in, which was moving from complication back to simplicity or specificity for the simple purpose of understanding the depth of what needs to be understood. But this expression, this ispashtus bedaras hachronim, this later development within Olam HaYeshiva to learn through the conceptual approach to Limud, right? The conceptual approach to Talmud study, which means that it's abstracting ideas. It's not simply trying to understand the core of what Chazal have said, but it's trying to understand the svara of what Chazal have said, the reasoning, the logic behind it, the intellectual, hermeneutical, epistemological process through which the mind of the student who is studying the texts becomes as important as the text itself because by trying to understand the svara or the analytical approach that the Rambam had in developing his idea, that gives birth to the lambdas, that gives birth to the pilpul that we see so often, and the goal of this abstract approach to Tamatayra is not only to understand the content, but the context, to understand the svara behind it, to understand the delicate reasoning behind all of these things. This is the derech that the Briskarov and the Rav Chaim of Brisk followed. This is the derech that the Avne Nezer followed. This is the derech that 
the Goyen Rav Yosef Engel followed. This is the derech that the Rogachover Goyen, the Safnas Paneach followed. Kol Echad Bedarcho, each and every person in accordance with their own path. Achat Sad Hashav, but the equalizing point in all of this is Shebekulam Shepaslu Oymek Chadash Be'iyun Besvaros Dakos Bedivar Chazal. The common denominator in all of these Drachei Halimud in the derech of Lamdus and the analytic abstract approach to Talmud Torah is that they descended not into the depth of the content, to the kernel of the content, which remained irreducible after getting rid of all of the excess, like the Vilnagon's Mahalach, but rather it dove deep into trying to understand the Pneumius and the Dakis Asvara. Now, the Rebbe has spoke very often about how it was really the Tzafnas Paneach, the Ragachav Ergon, who was the full manifestation of this Mahalach and Talmud Torah. And it was Hapshata V'Oid Hapshata, abstraction, abstraction, more abstraction. Taking the Nakuda and the Gemara, trying to understand the Svara of what Chazal are saying, taking that Svara, detaching it from the text itself, applying it to all sorts of texts throughout the Talmud, throughout Halachic literature, and then not being being left with the contents, but rather the context in which the text is being understood. This svari yeshera, this lumdus, which transforms the mind of the student into a chefza of Torah, as opposed to just the content of Torah, is what the Rebbe is going to be pointing out, the derech of the Baal Shem Tov. That all of the yeshivos, kol yeshivos, that this derech, in not looking only at the text and what it has to say to me immediately on an irreducible level of Aliba de Hilkasa, but rather engaging in a text lishma and trying to understand the svari yeshera and abstraction and more abstraction and realizing how things that were spoken about in specific contexts can be abstracted from their particularized context and applied across the board. It expands the Torah. It also reveals that the entire Torah is in truth one thing. Thing, and that what I need to try and understand is the spiritual reasoning behind the text that I'm trying to understand. This type of speculation, this imagining of, of holiness within the mind of the individual, which becomes Svar Yeshera, is the Derech of the Baal Shem Tov, And this is because the Baal Shem Tov operated in a different Heichal, in a different place, a different way of understanding the Torah, where it wasn't only the tiny innermost point of the halacha lib de hilchasa, which was most significant, but it was the abstraction, it was opening things up and it was applying things in a more expansive way. And we see that it's specifically from the path of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, who allows for imagination to find its way into Kedusha, who allows for the human being to believe that the meaning of the text does not have to necessarily be tethered to the particular context of the text. This is the derech that is mispashit in all of the Lithuanian yeshivas and all of the Olama yeshiva. And the Rebbe adds, historically speaking, that the Avne Nezer, the Sakachavar Goin, who was the son-in-law of the Katskarebi, and the Goin of Yosef Engel, who was also Shayach to Hasidus, and the Tzafnas Paneach was Makushur to the Tzadikim of Lubavitch, Hayu Ba'atzmam Kishurim in Tamidei HaBal Shem Tov, they themselves were Makushur to the Tamidei HaBal Shem Tov, but what the Rebbe adds here is the Gam HaGrach Brisk, even Rav Chaim Brisker, Kibel Betziuroisav, he received in his youth, Vilimed Meimalamdin Chasidim, he actually learned from Chasidish Meimalamdin, his famous stories about other Salavechiks in the dynasty, who that happened to as well, Kamuva Besiper Toldosav, as it's explained in his 
his biographical writings, So what the Rebbe is saying is something incredible. He's saying that the hafatz of Teres HaChasidus is not simply in the learning of Limud HaChasidus, but it's also in the Derech HaLimud of those who don't externally identify with Chasidus, Bechlau. Those who enter into Talmud Torah, in, into Limud HaGemara with the Oymek HaPilpul, with the Svar Yeshera and a willingness to descend down into the Lumdus of it and to analytically interrogate a text and to make the text much bigger than it actually is, that's the Derech of the Baal Shem Tov. When ben Yenzen, the Rebbe says, what we accomplish in this, the Bechina Mesiyemes, in a particular way, Havtachas Mashiach Tzidkenu Lamaran HaBal Shem Tov The promise that Mashiach Tzidkenu gave to the Baal Shem Tov, that your wellsprings are going to spread forth, that the depth and the greatness of the spiritual grasp of the Baal Shem Tov, meaning it doesn't mean that your teachings are going to express outwards. It means your teachings are going to express to those places which are considered as outside the purview of your spiritual grasp. It means that it's going to express itself so deeply that it's going to become part and parcel of not only how we study Pneumia but how we study Niglosatora which is considered outside in relationship to the inner entority of Torah. And it's also going to be expressed by those who don't even associate with the Baal Shem Tov. The Oilam HaYeshiva, the Yeshivas of Lithuania, those great Yeshivas, and their Derech HaLimud and the Lumdus of it all, is in fact Makushar to the imagination, the holy imagination and the abstraction of the Derech HaLimud Al Pi Oimek and Dakus Vim came, and therefore, historically, the Rebbe says, what we find in many yeshivos that are makosher to chasidus, you find historically that you had Lithuanian Malamdin, you had Lithuanian Magideshir teaching in Hasidish Yeshivas. Why? Because what the Rebbe says is because the Derech Halimud of B'nai Lita is in truth, the Or of the Bashant of Akadosh. Because unconsciously speaking, what everybody understood is that this Derech in Oimek HaPilpul, in the Derech of Lamdas, of expra- abstraction and more abstraction and more abstraction, and opening up the particular text into the vistas of the uniformity of all things and taking the particular and opening it up into the expanses of the whole, that lamdashakap, that is the or the Balshemtov, to see the prat and to uncover the klal. Or like the Balshemtov Hakadur says, that a is kulo, that somebody who touches a part of the truth, which is the, the limud ha-halacha of that particular sugya, is in truth touching the entirety of the truth, and it can be expanded and opened up everywhere. The ayin Rashi, and what we can see in Rashi, based on the the statement of Chazal in Shabbos Daf Peches Amid Beis Lemayanimba to those who are are mitiageya, those who enter deeply into the Torah, Hainu Shaoiskim Bchal Koycham, those who descend deeply into the Torah itself, the Trudim Ladas Soido, and that means that we're struggling to find the secret of the simple texts themselves. Kadam Hamishtamish Biad Yemino Shua Iker. Meaning, so what Rashi is saying here is that there's a way of learning Nigla Satoira, learning Gemara itself, 
and searching for the secret within Gemara. Now, what the Rebbe here is not saying, it's not saying what the Rebbe generally does, is if it's a machlokas between the Beis Yosef and the Rush, that we understand that the Rush is Mushrash in the Sira of Bina, because it's Osios Asher, and that's why he prefers the particularized approaches and the Rambam is Chachma and he sees things in a holistic way. It's not learning Gemara through Kabbalistic terminology. It's descending deeply into the Gemara with the belief that all I'm doing is learning Nigla Satoira, but I'm still seeking out the secret of it. What is the secret abstract Nikuda that lives at the heart of this text? And what the Rebbe says as follows, U'pirshanu bazeh, she'oimekapshat, what does it mean to descend into the depths of the simple meaning? of the meaning of Talmud, that means that it's the secret of Pshat, because we know that there's four ways of understanding Torah. There's Pshat, Remez, Drash, and Sod. There's the simple meaning, there's the homiletical meaning, there's the hinted meaning, or the hidden meaning, and then there's the secret meaning. And in truth, it's not just four levels, but rather it opens up into 16 levels, because each level has its own subset of four levels. So Pshat also has its own pardes, and there's a Pshat, a Remez, a Drash, and a Sod in Pshat, and the same is going to be true for Sod. It's not just Sod, but there's a pardes of Sod, Pshat, Remez, Drosh, and soid of soid. And so what the Rebbe says here is as follows, that if a person digs down deep enough into the soid shebepshat, into the depth of the simple understanding, the mechanics of spirituality teach us that when I descend into the secret of the simple meaning, what I'm touching is the simple meaning of the secret. So that when I descend into the oimekapshat, what I uncover is the soid, is the, is the pshat of soid. Meaning that when I learn lumdas properly, when I'm descending into the depth of the abstractions of Nigla Satora, what I begin to expose to myself is the simple understanding of the secrets of Torah, which is the or of the Bashanto. So it's not only that by learning lumdasly, by, by abstracting the, the sugya and applying it to more expansive thoughts and modes of understanding, but I'm actually engaged with the or of the Bashanto at that point. I'm actually tasting the light of Pnimiya Satora as it comes down to me. On, on a simple level, what, what this means for myself is that when a person finds themselves, when a person finds themselves learning anything, when a person finds themselves learning Nigla Satoira, it's not that I have to feel that I'm disconnected from Pinimiya Satoira at that point, because buried down deep within the heart and the recesses of my very simple attempt to understand the Oimekapshat, Bidera Chasvara Hayeshera, through the analytic approach and the conceptual approach of Talmud Torah, where I'm no longer tethered down to a specific text, but I allow the text and the entirety of the book of the Gemara to become like a, a polyphonic, almost most musical piece of information that leads from one place to another and it opens up my mind into the expanses of holy imagination where the lumdus and my own svara becomes a chafsa of Torah. It's no longer dependent as to whether it is true or not. It's true because I think it that way. When I'm learning Gemara, when I'm learning Nigla Satara, Pisvara Hayeshera, my mind becomes the Chetz of Torah. And at that point, I am tapping in Mamish to the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov, which is Limanat Torah Lishma, which is Limanat Torah for the sake of the Torah itself, to dive deep into the letters. Because what is hidden within the letters is our ability to abstract that particular letter and open it up into the infinite vistas of the Torah, which is all saying the same thing. And Bezra Hashem, we should understand just more and more how the Rebbe continues to show us that the Hafatza Samai. The, the flowing forth of the springs of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh is not limited to the Torah of the Baal Shem Tov. It's everywhere. 
It's everywhere. And a person can learn the writings of the Vilna Gon and be Zaycha to the Or of the Balshemtov, because all roads lead back to the Or of the Balshemtov. All roads lead back to the Tzadik Hadoros that leads us back from Rabbi Nachman to the Balshemtov to the Arizal to Rashbi to Moshe Rabbeinu until we can understand that Kailat Arakula in Achas Ezra Hashem. 